Welcome to the Geek Sweat Podcast. We watch films to save you hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist for you. I am Trevor Jones and we will bring you hot topics in the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb listed filmmakers, review sweat on online series as they stream, trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. Sharing the frame with me today are Akosh, King Dom and Steven and our new comptroller Neo Gia. But between your ears and our voices, we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology, recorded on Shure mics, sound mixed in Pro Tools and projecting on Optoma Full HD and computerised by Utopia Computers. We are now recording live and direct from Ithaca House. What we're going to do now is... What are we going to do now, Dom? I think it's time for more trailer talk. Okay. Because we haven't done that for about five weeks, have we? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, it's like we haven't done it for ages. Um, so what we're going to do is look at some new trailers that are imminently being released or on the way to our screens, perhaps now or in 2019. Um, the first one we are thinking about is... Pet Cemetery. Okay. Pet Cemetery remake of the film of the Stephen King book which gave rise to the classic Ramon song if nothing else also <laughs> had a cameo from Stephen King in the original so um, yeah let's check this one out okay play button is imminently going to be pressed thanks for the detailed description <laughs> of what you're doing there Neo Geo, you can uh, remove your hands from your eyes now. All right. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Thanks. Wow, we're all stunned into silence by <laughs> that. It's the first time for everything. <clears throat> I don't know what to say about that trailer, actually. I think um, I'm thinking, I'm looking at that and I'm looking at... Uh, why does is there so many American families willing to like buy houses in like in horrible rural places, places. <laughs> that, yeah that is a good point but no, there was one good thing i liked about the trailer was the the kind of the not it wasn't so much a scare tactic but the idea of like watching them park uh the car introduce the house and then have that kind of juggernaut vehicle uh zoom past them i thought that was quite clever um as a trope but as a scary trope but yeah it seemed interesting to me yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very familiar situation. 
mm. the premise so much so that the writers don't really need to work to establish the pre- premise at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when the guy says it's sure not Boston, yeah, we're yeah, like yeah. family locating to somewhere in the woods. Yeah. That's how familiar that trope is. Yeah. There's some evil dead elements to it as well. I thought with the, um, with the, the look of the woods as well, I thought. Yeah. However, it, there are signs that it might be handled effectively, like you said, with the truck. Mm. I mean, familiar material handled effectively can have its own pleasure. So mm. this looks like it might be an efficient and effective and enjoyable horror film. And it's a good book, by the way. It's one of Stephen King's best, like, purely nasty horror books. He's written in some other genres, but I think if you want the like straight to the meaty nasty Stephen King pet cemetery is a pretty good place to start 374 pages Stephen King tends to do doorstops he does not know when to stop (laughs) or he yeah he also like if you read a Stephen King books you can totally see where he like you know had a break made a cup of tea and you know started again because like the intensity like peaks and dips and so what's so funny about Stephen King's 374 pages? No, it's just the way he said it, like it was a really interesting fact. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, I mean, so there aren't that many... He's got a, a lot... He's one of the more longer-form horror film writers, isn't he? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't read horror, so I, I can't really comment okay, on okay. that. Most of his books are on the longish side. Mm. Oh, if really? you don't like long <laughs> books in general, I would recommend Different Seasons because it's a set of four novellas. He does short stories too, though. Yeah. So. Well, Different Seasons is four novellas and three of them became well-known films, Stand By Me, Shawshank mm. Redemption mm. and Apt Pupil, which is Brian Singer, the one okay. he did after Usual Suspects. Cool. And there's also a fourth story in the collection, which isn't very good, but you can skip that one. It's the final one. There's another thing about um, Stephen King as well, which is... Uh, I think there's a website where you can actually buy the rights to his books for as little as one pound. No, no, he sold the rights to one of his short stories to some kids in Wales because they were going to do... Um, they, they, got, they got a grant, I think, to, to make a film of, of this short story, and he mm-hmm. said, OK, no problem, I'll sell you the rights for one pound. No, no, there is a, a website with, like, oh, with oh. like about 65 Stephen King books that... I've kind of gone out of publishing contract. Oh, okay. And um, this I'm is a story from about two weeks ago. Uh-huh. I, read. I read it from this from about two weeks ago. Oh, your one's two weeks ago, but yeah. because Stephen King is such a prolific writer, there's another wave of books that just hasn't got any. Um, mm. uh, it hasn't got any resale potential, I think, and so he's just selling the rights for it to be made into films. What? What like did you say? How many pages? Huh? <laughs> what did you say? How many pages? Three hundred seventy-four pages. Uh, is Pet I Cemetery. just find a find a PDF. It's four hundred forty eight pages. No, but you're looking at <laughs> Maybe PDF. It's I'm quoting quotes. from the book. What? I'm quoting. I'm quoting <laughs> the book length when it was released. It's here. Where is it? Ah, there. Three hundred seventy four pages. <laughs> Yeah, I think maybe what would be a more interesting stat is how many adaptations of Stephen King books there've been. Yeah, we should try and check that out. How many adaptations are there? <laughs> lots. It's going to be lots. Mm. How many books he, he has? Lots. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Neo Geo, what did you think of um, the Pet Cemetery trailer? Um, <clears throat> I'm out. <laughs> nah, no, thank you. Um, nah, surreal things. Yeah, maybe not horror. Definitely not. So, not for me. Um, don't know what to say really. I mean, if if it it, it looks good, it's a it's a good. It, it it sounds like a good story. It sounds like it could be a good story. It's it's creepy. It's scary. I have to show you which website. I guess that's there's two takes there. So uh, yeah, could be could be good if you like horror movies. Mm. But I don't. So what do I know? <laughs> so you don't want to see a Stephen King remake, or is it you don't want to see a horror movie at the cinema? I don't want to see a horror movie. Okay, and Stephen <laughs> King's not going to entice you with his uh, uh, Virginia Andrews fonts. It's probably that that whole thing about a movie not being as good as a book, is it? But mm. don't know. Yeah, not for me. Okay. So, um, would you say that's a, you're going to stay at home instead of yeah, um, give it yeah, a miss, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Cool, cool. Stephen. Hello. 
you've laughed at Stephen King's writing <laughs> prowess <laughs> and ability, but would, would, what do you think about his, the trailer for his next film? Well, I mean, there's nothing in that trailer that you haven't really seen before in other yeah. horror trailers. I mean, there's nothing there specifically that I was like, oh, that might be fun. I mean, you're a bit of a horror aficionado. Uh, like, you do I like horror films, don't you? I like older horror. Actually. So what, to for the listeners, like, what is a good horror film for you? Uh, Psycho. Psycho is the greatest film. Yeah. The the nineteen sixty one with Alfred Hitchcock yeah. and uh, Anthony Perkins and Bride of Frankenstein. I think I mentioned it before in here. I love that. Mm. And um, some Garlo films. Um, uh, the Eyes Without a Face. That's a French um, horror. That's fantastic. So what is this trailer missing that those films is it, have? Is it, but it just seems to be a kind of a parade of cliches. Stereotypical. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't really push any. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's attempting to push horror forward, but mm. it didn't really seem. I mean, there's a great series on um, Netflix at the moment called um, "The Haunting of Hill House," which is doing something a bit different with horror, and it's, it's so well made and directed that uh, I mean, films like this seem a little bit, you know, old hat now. Unnecessary, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think you are... The Razorhead, there's another great horror film. By somebody who doesn't necessarily specialise in horror. Exactly. I would argue that David Lynch does specialise in horror. He's one of the most horrific directors out there. <laughs> it's, well, it's more like for the fiction, isn't it? But there are so many, like, moments in his films that are, like, straight out of horror. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of his, like, macabre fantasy as well. I don't think it's all horror. I mean, like, Wild at Heart, there's only, like, one really horrible bit in it, which is Willem Dafoe getting his head blown off. What? That film's full of horrible things. <laughs> the hand, the severed hand, the dog running away with the severed hand, and the guys are looking for it. I don't know. Yeah, but the I guy think... getting his head smashed open in the first three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but that's kind of like in a lot of violent. That's like a violent movie. That's not like horror horror. Well, it's kind of horror horror because yeah. it pushes the violence so far, yeah. and there's like a really nasty sound effect that makes it horrific as well. Like, <laughs> like where his brains are getting stuck to the floor. I mean, did it you is get, completely. Did you get horrific. that horror sound effect, yeah? Because we might be able to copyright that. Can you do it again and, and sell it on. I think that was a one-time deal. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, so we've got what we've got two guys who are saying not watching the cinema. Uh, how do you feel about Pet Cemetery, Dom? I think it's more of a download than a cinema visit. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Because, like the other others have said, it looks very mm. cliched and mm. yeah. I mean, it might be enjoyable. It might yeah. be cliched in an enjoyable way, but yeah. I don't think it's worth risking it in the cinema. Okay. Okay. Um, Akosh, what do you think about um, what you've seen for this trailer? Uh, I'm being asked to not really like the original one. Uh, and um, not very interesting, this one. <laughs> so that's like a no? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I think you guys are kind of forcing my hand here, so I can't really... Um, uh, say boo to a goose but I'll admit I'm looking at this um, trailer and I'm thinking about the films that I've seen before and um, or recently and um, It Follows is probably like one of the more impressive new horror films that I've seen and it was doing a lot of new things in terms of the scares and the plot and the story and I get the feeling that um, Stephen King's got so many books I don't know why they didn't try to make an adaptation of another one of his books so he 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 directed he's directed this one he's one, no he directed one film the um mm. when the um the machines start to killing maximum overdrive yeah yeah <laughs> but the um but pet cemetery the 80s one it's not one of the great stephen king films and it is a good book yeah. so possibly they thought that's but, one they didn't get quite right. Yeah. So yeah, there's justification for that. Was so... mm. The thing is, it does feel like um, the they're, they're trying to redo the film from um, the 1980s, but also you've got a situation where, I mean, I always remember the argument with uh, Stephen King and 
Stanley Kubrick about how good or bad The Shining was. That was wasn't. an interesting one. And then Stephen King went on to authorise a miniseries based on The Shining, <laughs> yeah. which was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and it made the film of The Shining look even better than it did already. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is the this is the thing. I think uh, it's one of these things where I mean Stephen King is the writer here. He's not the director this time. But um, I get the feeling that Pet Cemetery is probably a film that didn't need to be explored in the Stephen King canon. Um, I haven't read the book, I'll admit, but I just feel that looking at this trailer, it feels like it'd be fresh if it came out in like 1991. But I think we've seen too many of these tropes for the last 20 years to make it feel scary. And it doesn't seem to have the scares of films like the Conjuring or Insidious as well. So I'll give this one a miss. I think the problem is that these films still sell. People still like these films. Pop a lot of movies. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, loads of people will go to to the movies to just just watch because because you know what you're getting. It, it's yeah. it's easy, you know. Mm. It's an easy what you know what you're getting. It's it's an evening out. You just go watch it. It's it's, it's you know easy. Forget about it after like half an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's, it's not gonna change your life. Yeah. Sometimes that is better is an odd tagline to stick on buses and stuff. Sometimes that is better. Yeah, it is, it is a strange uh, tagline to put on the, on the back of a bus. You know, there's a story about inappropriate taglines. The Walking Dead, yeah. their tagline is, the dead will walk again. And yeah. um, they had this poster on the side of a funeral home. <laughs> That's tough. It's a tough crowd to sell to. Um, so, okay, so we're going to say with Pet Cemetery, we're going to give that a miss. So... Uh, Geek Sweat recommends that you try and save your money up or your internet subscription for another day or another dollar somewhere else. Torrent uh, it. What? Sorry. Torrent it. Torrent it. Torrent it. Okay. But um, <laughs> that's Stephen's opinion. Yeah. Uh, we can't tell you whether you should torrent or not. But um, it's, 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 it's very bad. Yeah. But if you really want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> but we've recommended, we've recommended not to watch it. But, um, if you don't like to go to the cinema, of course. Get a VPN first. Yeah. That's a lot of effort to go to a film that we're, we're recommended not to see. But um, what we're going to do now is uh, we're going to show you another, show off another film. Uh, this one is called Solace, which is uh, intense uh, sci-fi drama. And it's featuring Stephen Ogg and Alice Lowe. So I'm just... Okay, Trevor, how did you find of this trailer? Okay, so this is... <laughs> did you have to explain? <laughs> this, is on, this is on iTunes. 
Um, so okay. that that was. Um, it was the first one. <laughs> <It> just, no, <laughs> don't forget we we all had a choice of uh, picking stuff. So um, <laughs> just to show you, it wasn't a random pick. I'm just gonna try and find out where it was now. <laughs> but um, yeah, so where is he? So that was. Um, this is the Apple Traders website, and it's on page three. There, okay. that big one there. So Solace is a. Uh, p- Astronaut uh, Space Peril Story featuring Stephen Ogg, who's more famous for playing uh, Trevor in uh, uh, the Grand Theft Auto series uh, from Grand Theft Auto 5, and he's also in The Walking Dead. And it's also featuring Alice Lowe uh, as the voice of uh, Commander Roberts. So what do we think? What do you think of what you just seen there, Akosh? <laughs> I just opened the <laughs> just opened the IMDb page and this 4.0 already. <laughs> okay. I mean, and the trailer was <laughs> I think is awkward. <laughs> just that's why I ask why <laughs> why why you show it to for us this <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> what do you think of it? <laughs> that was shit. <laughs> Wow, tell us what you really think. <laughs> so what what does it remind you of? <laughs> do you why do you think it's why do you think it's shit? It was uh, I don't know how to say it's um it's kind of B movie I don't know how to say it. Uh <laughs> it's just shit. <laughs> okay. Um Dom, what do you want to say about the film? I'm not sure how I can follow that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks generic. It looks generic. Um, very familiar set of situations somehow. Mm. Um, and there was one scene where Stephen Ogg shields his eyes from the sun that actually had Akosh laughing next to me because yeah. the acting somehow seemed so over the top yeah, and yeah, yeah. reminiscent of B-movies. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe the trailer's done it a disservice. Mm. And we know that um, Alice Lowe is a very discerning actor, so maybe there's something in there, some merit in there that we don't know about. Okay. I'll be honest, I don't know who's this guy. I never never seen it before. So, Stephen Ogg, uh, so it's it's like a one... It seems like it's a one-man, one-room theatre play, almost. But Stephen Ogg, if you're not sure who he is... His uh, filmography includes. Um, I'm gonna try and bring it great. I mean, Grand Theft Auto is the biggest thing. Um, he's a Canadian actor, uh, so that's another f- reason why he's like relatively famous. And well, for being Canadian. Well, the thing is, there's not a lot, there's not a lot of um, Canadian oh, actors. Canadian actors. No, because when you start with Canadian actors, famous. you kind of start from Jim Carrey and work your way downwards, don't you? And um, William Shatner. Huh? William Shatner. William Shatner's Canadian? Is he not? He is. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. sure he is. But I don't think people Ryan know, know Canadian, him for no? being Canadian. Um, yeah, yeah, so he's been in uh, Grand Theft Auto, The Walking Dead, uh, Westworld, and Better Call Saul, where I think if you're looking at popular culture in the last three years, he's more or less hitting the target of like projects to be in, you know? And it looks like he's going to be in a, a film version of The Snowpiercer. Well. It's not piece. It was a it was a film on a train. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna do the TV series. I mean, look at really? that. Really? Yeah. Look, Westworld. He's in five different. He's in what? Six different episodes there. And Westworld's like a really high budget TV series. Yeah, no, I know. I did. I didn't see. I saw the the, uh, the film, but I didn't see the trailer. Oh, wait, so the series. So what we're gonna say is, um, I think Dom's like finished. Run out of words to, to talk, say talk about Solis. But um, Neo Geo, what did you think about Solace, the trailer? Uh, I thought it was a parallel with um, Space Oddity yeah. by David Bowie, the song. Yeah. Do you guys know the song? Yeah. 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 It's about uh, Major Tom. Can you mm. hear me, Major Tom? Um, mm. it's, it's, yeah, it reminded me of that song. Um, It'd be more interesting that, if they slipped in some lyrics from the song. Can you imagine he's going, the circuit's dead, there's something yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be like even more awkward. Mm. But maybe better. I don't know. Um, I'd have to. I'd have to watch it. Um, I. D- I didn't think it was that. That that terrible. <laughs> I mean, but wasn't good. I, 
it, it wasn't mind-blowingly good, <laughs> but it wasn't, you know, too like horrible. I, I, th- I thought it was alright. Like, there's, there's some good, there's some good things in there. There's some not as good things in there, but I like the title. It's, it's, it's interesting. It it could, it could be interesting. The title was. I'm, I'm optimistic. Okay. Obviously, because solace, it can mean of the sun, or it can mean solace as in comfort. So I saw what they did there. Okay. I give them credit for that. Okay, so, I mean, I'm thinking that's an interesting point that you made there. So it was a good choice of title, but maybe not a good choice of film trailer uh, shots. Stephen, hey. what do you think about the Solace trailer? Uh, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's, <laughs> um, uh, so he's been flung. So he's out of control, and he's like getting. Towards I think the, the plane's sun. out of control. He's trying to get uh, control of he's it. He's getting sucked into the sun. Um, I think it seemed to be that looking at that story because I haven't seen the film. It seems to be that there was something wrong with a bigger spaceship, and he, he's gotten into an ejection pod, pod. But and now, the pod is in the moving in towards the direction of the sun. sun. So the, they've got to send someone to overtake him then to kind of catch him before he ends up. Or don't overthink it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not the sort of thing I'd watch normally. Um. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, It'd be quite funny if he's like, that's impossible. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at this um, uh, film trailer uh, for what it is, and I feel like it's, um, it looks like it's an opportunity for a new director to work with a relatively famous actor. Um, I'm not sure if the story is big enough for a sci-fi film because... Um, I think once you put a character in that container and he's got that limited restriction, limited movement, and uh, there's perhaps one or two things. I mean, okay, sorry. Uh, there's a, obviously his life's at stake, but the fact that uh, there's only one direction for the peril to go in, which is I'm getting closer and closer to the sun in increments, it doesn't, it might not satisfy that kind of. Um, science fiction uh, peril story like with alien i suppose you've got the option of okay we've answered a distress signal somebody's picked up an infection and it kind of gradually gets worse until it becomes like a a haunted house horror movie and then i think with event horizon um it's an investigation that turns into a horror movie uh i think what we've got here is a story where I think there's so much said in the beginning of what it is. It it probably doesn't leave any other more layers for this to develop as a film, but it might be interesting to watch Stephen Ogg perform. So I, I, I don't think I'll watch it at the cinema. Now. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely, definitely a home watch. A hundred percent. So let, let's, let's <laughs> vote it up or down. I feel like I know which direction White Falcon's going to go into. Or Millennium Falcon for this um, <laughs> episode. Uh, Akosh, is this a watch the cinema, watch online, or give it a miss? I, I don't want to see this movie. Okay, so that's one give it a miss. Uh, Kingdom. I'd watch it online. Online watch. And Neo Geo? Same, yeah, I'd, I'd watch it online. Yeah. Okay, so it's two onlines. Uh, Steve? No, I wouldn't, no. Okay, so that, that's. Um, hey, I haven't. So that's... Uh, Session better trailers. It's 2-2. Two, two. Um, I'm going to... Uh, that's put me in a position of deciding vote. So I'm going to vote um, Watch It Online because I feel it'd be interesting to see uh, what Stephen Ogg can do. And I think this is actually an example of a British low-budget uh, feature film. So there could be some stuff to learn for uh, any independent filmmakers out there watching, waiting to get uh, their first feature film released. Uh, so that's Solace, uh, Geeksweb recommends we watch it or you watch it uh, when it comes out online. And now it's time for our next trailer. And this time we're going to go for something a bit quirky. Uh, we're going to go with An Evening with Beverly Luff Lynn. And away we go. Two. 
on the label. Beverly Lufflin, uh, featuring Aubrey Plaza, Jermaine Clement, and Craig Robinson, and even uh, British uh, comedian Matt Berry. What do you think of what we just saw there? Uh, out of the trailers we've watched, I think that would be the one I'd be most likely to watch. What's piqued your curiosity about uh, an evening with Beverly Lufflin? Um, it seems a bit slightly left field and I like Jermaine Pennant I like Craig Robinson Jermaine Pennant I think he used to play for Liverpool oh did he <laughs> <laughs> and possibly Tottenham no Arsenal actually Arsenal yeah. Arsenal yeah and Liverpool yeah. Jermaine Clement I like Jermaine <laughs> Clement I like Audrey Plyers I like Craig Robinson mm. um, what about Matt Berry because he was in um, he was the, the Renham Industries oh, the son of IT crowd IT crowd yeah yeah well my, my friend was telling me yesterday he said I have to watch Taste of London because Apparently Peter Davison's in it a lot as a recurring character. Oh, yeah. you've Toast of London is an amazing show. Um, <laughs> this is like a little-known, lesser-known British comedy. I think it started in 2015. And it's basically like an actor's, a job in actor's like life in London, uh, basically based around his mundane jobs and uh, his voiceover work. Yeah. All enlivened by Matt Berry's amazing voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, doing a callback to like sci-fi in space, Matt Berry was the uh, the distant voice in um, uh, Moon, featuring Sam Rockwell. Oh, as he well. was, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, that's a good call, mm-hmm. good shout. Yeah, Matt, Matt Berry, he was the voice in the in the film uh, Moon with Sam Rockwell. He was the voice on Earth, talking oh, okay. to uh, one of the guys from the industry talking to uh, Sam Rockwell's character. And but Moon was the debut of Duncan Jones, the son of David Bowie. Yeah. yeah. There you go. He all was, makes sense he now. Was, he was Wowie Zowie, wasn't he? No. He was Zowie Bowie. Bowie. Yeah. And he yeah. elected to be called Duncan. Yeah, that's Inst- weird. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what, what, what do you think is the, the plot of An Evening with Beverly Lufflin? Cause I, 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 I had no idea what the plot was, but I'd be interested in finding out, I think, yeah. So does it help that the plot wasn't immediately discernible? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't actually watch a lot of trailers, but if this is going to spell out what the plot is, then yeah. what's the point of them? Yeah. Good call. <laughs> Neo Geo, well, you just saw An Evening with Beverly Lufflin. What's your feeling about it? Um, I take comedy films a lot more seriously than I do horror movies. <laughs> so um, I really hope this is a good movie. It, it could go two ways. Um, I, I don't like the way the characters are dressed. <laughs> Pure, purely because... It was the Out and John film then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's real. <laughs> that's, he actually dresses like that. Uh, no, but like... They could sort of hide themselves behind the, you know, the fact that they look a bit silly um, and not actually be funny. Um, or it could complement 
you know, the characters even more and, and, and make it even funnier. I don't know. Um, but I, I do like a good comedy and it, it, it looks promising. So, uh, yeah, I quite like the, I, I, I like the, the trailer. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And King Dom, what's your thoughts on an evening with Beverly Laughlin? I'm with Neo Geo in this one. I think it could go either way. It could be a total quirk overload and be straining to be left field and offbeat, which mm. could be a bit painful, or it could all land and be great. Mm. Plus, it's got Aubrey Plaza in it, mm -hmm. who's always a plus, if only for her amazing name. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And how about yourself, White Falcon? <laughs> The, on IMDb already 5.3 5.3 and I don't know who is this Audrey Plaza yeah <laughs> and oh, I well, it's a shopping centre in Stoke but she's also <laughs> an actress <laughs> um, Audrey just, go on she was, she was famous from um, Parks and Recreation yeah I'm I never see the, I know the series, but I never. never I mean, the it. thing is, the real heat that Aubrey Plaza has now is uh, she plays one of the anti-hero characters in a TV series on FX called Legion, and she was in the feature film uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, and also she starred alongside Robert De Niro in Dirty Grandpa as the love interest. Okay, well, he's, he was she was an extra or something, no? Uh, no, she actually plays the uh, the strong, weird, the strong dominant female characters in uh, most of these comedies that she's been in, and she was also in um, Scott Pilgrim yeah, versus yeah. the World, yeah, as well. What? She was in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, I didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. You, I forgot. We don't like super, you don't like superhero oh. movies, uh, but um. And she's in. And she's a voice in SpongeBob SquarePants. So. What? Um, do so you, basically, if you love druggy stuff, she's your girl. Yeah. Okay. Druggy, angsty, dark-haired, uh, comedian she, women. Oh, that's her. <laughs> um, actually, she had a straight when she was a teenager. Yeah. It's yeah. 84. It's <laughs> yeah, 84. That makes her relatively young, but she's... Uh, 34. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the... Um, is this a film that you'd want to watch at the cinema? I don't, uh, I don't, want, to, I don't want this film. You don't want to watch this film? I don't, no, no, no. I don't like this. these dumb people screaming and yelling. I don't like this. It's too, much, it's too quirky, too much madness. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh, Kingdom? Um, I'm looking at a home watch at the moment. Yeah. Unless okay. I find out more and get a few recommendations, but... Right now, it's a home watch. Okay. And uh, how about you, Neodia? Yeah, same for me. I'm just looking at some of the reviews here. Mm. And they're either 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like, perfect, work of genius, uh, weird and great. Yeah. Or two and ones. Okay. Um, so, as we said earlier, it's, it's either going to be absolutely mind-blowing or... Yeah. Just not at all. Yeah. Uh, and and if you if you, if you saw the trailer, you it's not at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it it could be a personal thing, you know, yeah. as 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 most things. But uh, yeah, home watch for me. And how about yourself? Home watch for me as well. Okay. So um, I mean, I think this is um, this looks like a film that's for the anti theater rather than rather than the ampy theater. It seems like. It's very curious, quirky, and um, uh, it looks like it's trying to be uh, very... I'm not trying. I think it, it, it's not trying to be conventional. Um, it's not a conventional film. So I, I think this is for people who want to see something different and strange and have a lot of what-the-fuck moments inside the cinema. So... I f but I think for me, I don't think I want to pay for something that could be a drag for half an hour or an hour at a time. So I probably want to watch this uh, online myself. Even though I love Aubrey Plaza to bits and think Jermaine Clement's a, uh, an excellent comedian of film. And a very and good footballer. Uh, yeah, exactly. He had a great spell in uh, Liverpool. <laughs> he he unites Arsenal and Liverpool, which is good for us. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, well, actually, the premiere was in uh, in October this year. Yeah, uh, that might be film festival. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. It was in a film festival in um, in June in yeah. Sundance, London. 
Okay. But was the premiere is uh, uh, 23rd of October. So when does it come out in the UK? 20, October, this year, October. was. Okay. So it should be two, imminently two in the last Two weeks ago. Okay. Um, so thank you for that, Akos. Um, <laughs> in terms of uh, the uh, screening and uh, where to watch it, um, I think we've got one uh, not going to watch it and four watch it online. So uh, Geeks rec recommends that we watch uh, an evening with Beverly Laughlin uh, out this year uh, in October after it comes out on the internet. So uh, we've got one. I'll let this be dealer's choice. You've got The Cage Rage or Stan and Ollie. Stan and Ollie. Yeah, Stan Ollie. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Sorry, Nicholas Cage, we'll have to get around to you next month. Um, so this <laughs> is Cage. the uh, trailer for uh, the biopic film of uh, Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy. And I think the interesting thing about this will be finding out who is going to play Stan Laurel and who's going to play Oliver Hardy. So that was Stan and Ollie, um, the new biopic with uh, Steve Coogan playing Stan Laurel and John C. Riley playing Oliver Hardy, supported by uh, Danny Houston. Uh, so what do we think of that uh, trailer, guys? I liked it. Yeah, I think I thought it was great. Uh, you get you get the old Stan all this stuff, the old quirky comedy thing, and you also get the story behind that, and it looks quite dramatic. Um, I had no idea of their relationship, uh, you know, outside the the film. So this could be very interesting. Mm. Cool. Plus, there's um, the presence of Steve Coogan, who's like a real like comedy expert he's not just a comedian he's a real comedy aficionado yeah. mm -hmm. so i think you know he's gonna bring some real knowledge and heart to this film i think the other interesting thing about um uh steve coogan he's technically gifted as a comedian and well practiced in 
almost in like the, vo I'm not so sure if you should say vaudeville theatre, but he's been on stage, he's performed as characters and as stand-up, and he's done TV characters pretty much in the vein of Stan Laurel, and he's tread the boards and he's worn the characters as much as Stan Laurel did, making him almost like the perfect character actor to play him. Yeah, I think so. I mean, as soon as you see Steve Coogan mm. and Stan Laurel, it mm. looks right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's in, and also, what do you think about the casting for uh, John C. Riley as well? Well, he's a really versatile actor, does mm. a lot of comedy, but he's done a lot of straight drama as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, he's got a presence. He's a good actor. I think it's, um, he's a good supporting actor as well. He's mm. like good with his co-stars, brings yeah. out the best in them. I mean, the thing is, a lot of John C. Riley's comedy, I think, when it comes to him being in film, is very about like being very large, taking up the space and being a very physical actor. So I, I can't think of too many other people that could have alternatively played uh, Oliver Hardy apart I from I guess him. if they'd done it a few years ago, John Goodman, he's probably a bit too mm. old now. But... Yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, looks good. Uh, Stephen, what is yeah, your thoughts on Stan um, and Molly? Yeah, um, yeah, it looks interesting. I'd be interested in seeing it. Um, I like Lauren Hardy. I'm more of a Marx Brothers fan myself. So, what were you, Lee? Oh, I just <laughs> noticed. Um, I'll, 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 I'll do a call back on it in just a okay, second. Okay, yeah, I'm more of a Marx Brothers fan myself, but anything that kind of, yeah, it'd be interesting to see kind of story behind their partnership. But again, I'd probably rather read a book about it. But, you know, okay. It's a biopic, but... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, sorry, I was kind of uh, doing a short intake of breath because um, it seems like the cinematographer for this is Laurie Rose. And Laurie Rose is uh, more famous for uh, being a DOP on a Ben Wheatley film called Free Fire which was like, and Kill List, which was like an action, uh, well, Free Fire is obviously um, uh, action oh, drama. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, Free, Free Fire is action drama, uh, lots of gunplay, and apparently they scoped out that film doing, um, using, I think it was, what's that game that people play with the bricks? Um, Tetris? No, it, it, the, the younger kids. Minecraft. Now. Minecraft, yeah. They used Minecraft to template the room of um, how to shoot free fire because people are going to be in different places all of the time. And then Kill List, I, I think that was a very interesting um, horror film uh, as um, in the style of King Dom's style horror where horrible things are happening in films. And um, Peaky Blinders as well. And... So to do Stan and Ollie, it feels like it's a, it's a, it's got a very strong palette of different types of films. But yeah, like I said, he's also done Pet Cemetery. So I think this will be, it will be very nice to look at on film to watch. So very interesting uh, DP. I've, I, I like the idea that they've picked two really good actors to cast for the main roles. And I think this is a project that's been in the pipeline for a long time, but... I think I probably want to watch this. Have we read the opinion of everyone so far? Akosh, yes, what's your opinion on Stan and Ollie? Uh, actually, I was a big fan mm. when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I think I saw all of the films. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I want to see all of this. I want to, want to know what happened behind the camera. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting. Cool. Um, so this is a film that comes out in 2018. I've got a feeling it's going to be, it feels like it's going to be a Christmas film, but it might come out in uh, the first couple of weeks of January. Um, but it's looking very popular. It's got a 7.4 rating possibly from its, uh, run in film festivals. And, um, uh, but I don't think the publicity machine started behind it yet. But, um, Stephen, for you, is this a cinema well, yeah, I mean, I'm not cinema, but it's kind of, it reminds me of those, um, I mean, I see that BBC Films are behind it, and it reminds me of their, that they did a drama about uh, 
sort of there's one about Dad's Army. I remember about the kind of creation of Dad's Army. There's one about the creation of Coronation Street. Yeah. There's one about the creation of Doctor Who actually, mm. and it reminded me of, of one of those. And yeah, um, there was one about Morecambe and Wise on last Christmas as well, which was good. So yeah, but did that go straight to TV? They're, they're all made for TV, but yeah. I mean, this is made by Baby Cave Cow Films as well. Mm. Who've got quite the pedigree. And, cool. Um, yeah. No, yeah, definitely watch it online. Okay, cool, cool. And how about you? If I did like going to the cinema, I'd def- I'm probably seeing in the cinema. But I won't see it in the cinema. I don't like it. But would you recommend <laughs> people to watch it in the cinema? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Um, Neo Geo? I'd go to the cinema. It looks like a real story. Um, yeah. Well done, you know, well told. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so definitely go to the cinema. Yeah, why not? All right. Yeah, I'll go to the cinema to see it. At Kosh? Yeah, cinema, I think. Wow. I mean, I don't think I need to be convinced, but I think this is definitely a cinema uh, one to watch. So that's uh, Laurel... Sorry, it's Stan and Ollie, the story of Laurel and Hardy, uh, which will be out in January 2019, and Geek Sweat is recommended that you go and watch it. Uh, We're going to bring this episode or segment to a close. So thanks to our co-presenters, Akosh. Hi. King Dom. Bye, guys. It's Stephen Code. See ya. And our impeccable sound controller, controller engineer, Neo Geo. Goodbye. Thank you. I've been your host, Trevor, and you were listening to Geekswear. These are our end credits, so we invite you to subscribe as well. Geekswear is also available on Castbox, FM, iTunes, Stitcher, and also Spotify. You can download either of these apps to listen to us. If you want to support the podcast by generating an interview question, being a guest, or simply becoming a sponsor, please email film at instigateonline.com. We will have more in store. Feel free to rate and review us inside your podcast platform. If you don't have time to do so, tell a friend and we will be just as grateful. You also can find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook under the hashtag Geekswet. That's G-E-E-K-S-W-E-A-T. That's G-E-E-K-S-W-E-A-T. This podcast thrives on our listeners, so thank you for sharing your ears to show you we care. We We have have films to save you, Waffle. Waffle.